0: We are such successful podcasters. I actually love Mm. telling people I'm a podcaster because I actually am. No one can take that away from me. (laughs)
1: Like being a podcaster for one full calendar week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Hi, I'm Tiggy. And I'm Tom. And welcome to Big City Battlers.
1: Two Aussie millennials with the unoriginal idea of starting a podcast about the realities of living abroad.
0: We gas bag and chew the fat, realising the fact that literally no one forced us to move here.
1: From New York's Big Apple.
0: And Old London Town.
1: This is Big City Battlers. Alright, we're talking about the big D today. Dating. Big
0: D. Dating... Have you been on many dates recently?
1: No, I'm not really dating <laughs> in the slightest. So I don't know why we're talking about this, but I'll I'll get back to it. How's dating for you in old London town?
0: Also as dry as a desert. Haven't been on a date in a while. <laughs> so
1: glad we're doing an entire segment on dating. I do I mean, I do have a, a rich history of dating in New York City, but That's
0: the thing. I think that was the idea. The fact we both have a lot of stories to tell, but currently, you know, not so many. But that's okay. We just draw <laughs> the dry the patch back. is
1: healthy, and
0: I don't even think of it as a dry patch. I think of it more as it like, as a kind of recharging, resetting patch, and then you can approach dating with a lot more energy.
1: Okay, fair. But if you were to date right now, would you be on the apps? Are you meeting people in person?
0: I have been on the apps and been dating on the apps, but most of the people I've dated like more than once I've met in person. So I don't know. It's a tricky one for me because I always just go on all these hinge dates and they never go anywhere. So that's why I just deleted it.
1: You were using Grinder for a while, right? <laughs> 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 Ranga looking for a hookup. Oh, like, stop it.
0: <laughs>
1: Speaking of the apps, <gasps> hinge, some lemons on there, right?
0: Oh, it's just, it's so funny. It's just ridiculous. It's a ridiculous concept when you think about it. And that's why I think our parents find it so bizarre that we all, Mm. most people these days go on their first dates with people they've never met before. Like that is so hard for them to comprehend because it is, if you think about it, so weird. Mm. But I feel like if you walk into a pub or a bar or whatever, you can see straight away who's on like a first hinge date. It's very interesting people watching.
1: I mean, last night at the restaurant, it's first date city. I actually ran into an old boss of mine when I was working and she was on a first date and it was just horrifically awkward and people drink too much watching them. It's so obvious when someone's on a first date.
0: I know. I don't think I've ever gone. I think with only two people I've gone to second date with on hinge and even then it was just, just second date. And then I've literally never seen anyone more than once or twice on hinge. That's why for me, I'm just like, it's just a waste of time.
1: What are you doing wrong? I think,
0: I, I think I'm think i – no, genuinely I think the people I swipe on are the people I think I want to date but then when I meet them in person I'm like you and I – we just have nothing in common.
1: I must say a big difference between somewhere like Sydney where like our entire group of friends are on the precipice of getting engaged but the thing in New York and London I found, it's like a blood sport. Like dating is like a hobby and not only – and I had to learn this the hard way, not only people are dating – one person, they're dating three or four, or kind of have all these plates spinning. Totally. And when you are first thrust into it, it's really overwhelming, and your feelings can get really hurt easily. And then once you become a little more seasoned, seasoned to it, sometimes you reflect and you're like, shit, I'm just behaving as badly as these other people.
0: Yeah, as I everyone else. I don't know how people have the time though to date multiple people like that. It's just exhausting to think about. Or the money. Oh, the money. It's so expensive to date. I can't afford
1: it. I did have a little trick. So when I was, when I first moved here, I was going on like four first dates a week. Just more a way to meet people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> The yeah,
1: datesmen. Yeah. And I <laughs> came up with this idea to have a first date outfit. So it was in summer, but never having to think about what you're going to wear.
0: That's, that's really clever. I love that. What, I mean, did, um, what did the outfit entail? Do you tell?
1: Oh, it was absolutely nothing special. It was literally like a pair of black pants, a black T-shirt, a couple of black rings, which I thought were really cool in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Only problem is that you kind of look like you're working backstage. So if you go yeah. to a theatre or whatever. <laughs> like a tech In person. all black. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a great idea. I mean, I think that's what everyone should have. I've, I kind of have the same, I've never actually thought about it, but I do have a bit of a first aid outfit myself because it's just easier not to think about it. And that, that's, that's the thing. They're not going to see. Well, Like a mule. Just sort of like, a, just a cheeky little stiletto heel.
1: And um, from like a little a wraparound contrast. dress from Mango.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like just Forever 21 yeah. earrings. Yeah. <laughs> You would. And you'd go on a yeah. date to the park in your stilettos.
0: St- oh, imagine that. But did you go on many park dates in lockdown?
1: No. No, I didn't actually go on any park dates. Not, And I was being socially responsible.
0: Oh, but this is when we were allowed to see people in the park though. <laughs> Don't COVID shame me. <laughs>
1: so park dates. Any notable ones?
0: So I went on a few dates with this guy actually no it was only two because remember of my two date max hinge rule apparently Mm -hmm. so we went on a first date met at a park in like central london had a few drinks whatever came out of it being like you know don't really mind either way but then he messaged wanting to meet up again so i was like why not why not whatever so we arranged a day and then the day before i was like hey are we still on for tomorrow and he was like yeah meet me here and like, like sent me a pin on whatsapp at like five o'clock don't have to bring a thing and I was just like oh
1: this guy was British right
0: British yes British guy loved the fact he took the reins because I'm such a control freak I think that like having someone decide what we're doing just was like so so such a relief so I was like perfect so I was there when he asked me to be we met up he brought this full picnic a bottle of rosé it was a little bit cringe but it was cute it was like yeah tropey but I felt I felt a bit um I don't know. I, w- I went into it just being like, I don't actually care if I, if this goes anywhere. And then I think after the picnic, I decided I definitely didn't want it to go anywhere. But we both cycled to the date and he was like, oh, should we go for a cycle? Um, and this is when central London was like a ghost town. So it was actually really fun to like cycle around, see all these like places which are usually brimming with people, be like kind of apocalyptic. So we went for a cycle around like Hyde Park and St. James Park and Buckingham Palace and stuff. And bearing in mind we're a bottle of wine deep. So we're cycling around. He's like pointing – was that's kind of what annoyed me about him. He was like pointing out all these things to me that I already knew about because I'd been there for like two years at this point. He's like, oh, this is like Buckingham Palace. So I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> I'm aware. But, yeah, so when we got to Buckingham Palace, he was, like, showing me Buckingham Palace. I was like, oh, okay, cool, never seen this before. So there's the
1: Big Ben.
0: the Big Ben. that's the Westminster Abbey. Um, so we're cycling around and we stop, like, in front of Buckingham Palace, both on, his, on our bikes. And he was like, come here. Clutches my head, brings me to his face and kisses me in front of Buckingham Palace.
1: <laughs> oh, lady die, shy die.
0: Obviously. Obviously I go along with it, but afterwards I literally could not stop laughing. It was the funniest thing. (laughs) I was like, like, did I just make out with someone in front of Buckingham Palace?
1: (laughs) I have a similarly sort of hideous uh, park moment, but this guy messaged me off Instagram and we basically agreed to meet up on what would have been one of the hottest days of the last summer at Tompkins square park. And I turn up and he's got a literal like backpackers backpack and hiking boots on. And I go into his apartment and he's like crashing with like four random Gen Z kids in the East village. So they're all like, Hey, what's up? And I'm literally standing there going like, what the fuck is going on? Find out that he's like on his travels. He's originally from America, but he's like traveling all over the world on his gap year, wanted to go for lunch. Luckily I had a get out of jail free card. I made up a white lie. I said, Oh, there's a chance that my, my boss has COVID and I'll need to, um, you know, rush out off to teach this, um, class. And I had organized with my old roommate that she was going to call me anyway. So we go out for this walk. I'm literally like, get me the fuck out of here walking around with his fucking backpack we eventually go <laughs> to this place, um, get like a, a, a role. I literally got through half of it in the park. We were sitting there and I was like, I have to get out of here. So I pulled the trigger on the fake call. My old roommate calls me. We have this full fake conversation where she's pretending to be my boss. Like she could have just said, just say anything into the microphone, but we did a full fake conversation.
0: Love that method.
1: Yes, literally. Anyway, so she does the f- the full phone call. We kind of die with the lie. And I turned to him and I was like, oh, I'm really sorry. I've got to go. He was like, oh, no worries. Um, Should I just come take your gym class? And I was like,
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, it's booked no. out. <laughs> yeah. It's booked out.
1: And he goes, he goes, oh, what's the name? And starts Googling the gym class. And it says that there's f- still spots available. I literally oh, was like God. panicking so hard trying to get out of there I made up some BS about how there was like a corporate group coming in and they were filling the spots that weren't available online and he was like all right then well can we just hook up quickly and I (laughs) I literally couldn't get out of there faster
0: (gasps) and that happens
1: yeah so every time I walk past Tompkins Square Park in the East Village I die of laughing
0: you think about that oh god people are so funny
1: (laughs) I think I was immediately turned off when he goes, you know, like a good looking guy like myself. Oh <laughs> Anyone who God. says that, you're like, see ya. Yeah.
0: Instant red flag. Yeah. So what's your dating, like you always split the bill down the middle or go like round for round if you're getting drinks or what's, what's your sort of gameplay with that?
1: It would always be split the bill or go round for round. I think the major difference between like the – gay and straight world is that you do the split whereas my roommates say they would never pay for a first date and I'm like that's kind of anti-feminist right
0: I don't know how so many women get away with this because I've never been able to get my first hinge date paid for completely (laughs) (laughs) like they always I don't know I always go yeah should we split and they're always like yeah but so many other women I speak to are like, "Oh my god, don't even alpha babe!" Like, and I'm like, "Oh what?" Like,
1: I don't know. I maybe it's a real American thing because
0: not literally,
1: girls will. And I'm kind of like, it is a little bit backward if you kind of have this expectation that men will just cover the costs. Yes, they might have invited you on the date.
0: Well, I mean, I think it's also dependent on what you get. So, how about what do you think of this situation? I went on a date with a guy who this hinge guy, we went for dinner and I stipulated before I was going, I was like, I'm not going to drink. I just was feeling, didn't, didn't want to. He's like, no worries. We went to get dumplings. Um, when I sit down, he's already, he's already, he got there first and he'd already had a beer by the time I got there, which is so fine. Like if you want to drink, whatever, gets two more beers whilst we're sitting down and I just have a little sparkling water And then when we get the bill, he's like, yeah, should we split? And I'm like, well, that's annoying because the most expensive part of the meal is the alcohol, right?
1: Maybe he just saw your um, Hinge profile and thought, okay, perfect, I'll be able to get a few free drinks out of this one.
0: (laughs) Free beers from this girl, yeah.
1: Speaking of really randomly expensive things, toiletries in America are on another level, right?
0: Mm.
1: A stick of deodorant, $7.00. $7 Seven dollars US. The hell? Like that's expensive Are you compared serious? to host. That's
0: yeah, so 100%. expensive.
1: I had a little faux pas myself the other day. I was rushing to work at Union Square and I had just run out of deodorant. And there is a um vending machine. So it's got like a bunch of toiletries in it. And I saw the price and I was like, fuck, I was running so late. So I was rushing and I'm looking at all the options and it had it said five one twelve with a stick of deodorant and then five one thirteen was like a completely different um, item, but on the screen it didn't match up. So it said like the stick of deodorant on five one eleven. So I'm going okay. Shit, I'm running so late. I just put it in. Tap my credit card. It goes in with its big claw, grabs onto what I am thinking is my um, item, goes one more to the left and picks about ba- a box of Trojan condoms. <laughs> Speaking of, what are the other things you feel like you've had to adapt to after moving to the big bad London?
0: I – this is going to be contentious because I know that you have a little bone to pick with me about this, but I think that the biggest adaption that I've had to make is moving over to WhatsApp over iMessage.
1: <laughs> the <laughs> biggest. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the biggest. Because I'm addicted to my phone like everyone else. I'm yeah. going to admit that freely. The WhatsApp thing, I'm just – that's, it's the only way I communicate it's such now. a
1: British thing is WhatsApp, right?
0: Yeah. It's Br- British and European.
1: Does that mean you have WhatsApp like in your, the, the fast. Yeah. No. iMessage is in like
0: the second page for me. So when you iMessage really? me, I like don't even see it. Yeah. The only people that message me on iMessage are like the verification codes for like websites. <laughs> That's literally it.
1: Well, I, okay. Look, I think that WhatsApp is a great app. And also I've since learned that you can have it on your desktop. So that's a big game changer, but I just don't use it. And so it's only you and a few of my British friends and I don't have notifications <laughs> turned on. And I always miss it. And I'm just always like, so fucking <laughs> WhatsApping me, Tiggy, Text me like a normal person.
0: <laughs> like a normal person. I just find the interface so much easier to use. I message yeah, and me you, it I I looks you so weird just now save when people your message me. I'm like, yeah, I just don't get it.
1: Well, um, did you know years. that WhatsApp's owned by Facebook, so you're a corporate sellout?
0: Yeah, I love Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs>
1: also, <laughs> I guess iMessage is owned by Apple. So
0: Yeah, so it's either, you know, which big evil corporation are you going to use?
1: Invest all of our huge financial um, personal wealth into.
0: What about in the States? What are the big things that everyone does there that we weren't doing back in Oz?
1: I mean, tipping number one, that's the first thing that comes to mind.
0: Tipping. You
1: literally, there's this like running joke now because of course you tip in the States and that's their custom here. But now it's like, you know, someone lets you pass on the street and then the joke is you like bring up your swivel around be like tip because everything is tipped here. And the the tipping levels are like extortionate. You know, 20% is a rule of thumb. I get it. I work in the service industry. But, you know, having to tip for takeaway food or, I, yeah. again, Take. like getting a haircut, it's just something we're so yeah. not used to back home. I know. And I i don't I want remember- to be the one to rag on Australians this week, but Australians are terrible but. tippers, like <laughs> far <laughs> out. And then they give the whole argument, like, especially people who are visiting are like, oh, but it's so expensive here. and like, yeah, it is. Like I live here, so – I know how expensive it is and this is how it's done. So don't be bloody tired ass.
0: Tell us how you really feel, Tom.
1: (laughs) Okay. Sorry. I got a little heated then.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I think, I mean, I'm not used to it. I remember when I went to the States, like on the menu, for example, it's like, oh, $9 for a salad or whatever. Like it's never going to be that amount. Add tax, add tip. Like it's just, it's annoying because you feel like you're being lied to.
1: $600. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. I know, and you're like, oh, $9 for a salad's not too bad, and it comes out and it's like one green bean. And I must say, it's really making me miss Australian produce.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do miss that a lot. Anything in particular?
1: Mango season, for sure. Yes. Even just the avocados at home, even apples, all those kind of things that, yes, you can get them here, they just don't hit the same way.
0: Yeah, definitely. Also in the UK, there's so much plastic around fruit and veg, which always grinds my gears so much.
1: Oh, 100%. I'll also say meat. I really don't eat that much meat in New York because A, it's expensive and B, it's disgusting. It's like the chicken is literal rubber.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, sounds like you really need to get back to the motherland ASAP.
1: Well, funny you say that. I'm heading back in a few weeks and trust me, with the Australian dollar as it is right now and having US dollars, I'm going to make it rain back in Sydney. No tax. Yes. I'm sorry, not no tax. I like get done <laughs> for tax evasion. <laughs> no,
0: <laughs>
1: no tips, you know.
0: Well, that's so exciting. I'm so stoked for you. Hopefully we have a few more conversations before you go. Um, anything else you want to tell our loyal fans before we oh. park?
1: A.K.A. our parents. Okay,
0: our parents. <laughs> 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 any any final words, Tommy?
1: Um, well, just being a little more aware on the street after, obviously, what we talked about last week, I'm kind of just noticing yeah. how many absolutely crazy people there are in the city. Mm. I was on the subway the other day and this woman was just staring at me, just like giving me the eyes, and then she kind of came over and started to chat. <clears throat> she was talking... Absolute nonsense. Nonsense. And instead of ignoring her, I was just, I don't know why, I was just going, oh, really? (laughs) Just just like opening another can of worms. I literally got off that very same subway, was walking to dinner and there's just like a finance bro on the street racking lines off his phone just straight up the nostril and I thought, God, I love New York.
0: (laughs) And that's why we live where we do.
1: (laughs) Tiggs, any final thoughts from you?
0: I like what you said about looking up to smell the roses a bit more I think I want to do that more this week because there's so much to see when you when you look around
1: well you are an English rose so get up and <laughs> sniff your armpits and make sure you got some deodorant on
0: <laughs> yeah perfect oh my god I love that circle back
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll see you next week
0: see you next time
1: bye Antigone